You're listening to the Personal Development Through Martial Arts podcast, the podcast where the world's highest personal development experts and martial arts masters come together to empower and inspire you to become your strongest self and live the life that you truly want. Join host Bogdan Rosho, author, public speaker, and the founder of the first personal development through martial arts school in the world in the podcast where you become the hero. We're here with uh, Tim Han. Tim is not only the uh, founder of Success Insider, he is an entrepreneur, um, international speaker, and uh, motivational coach. Um, Tim, please tell us a bit about yourself and uh, how you started out, you know, um, a bit about your journey, what made you, what inspired you to, um, you know, to set out on this path towards inspiring a billion people by 2020. I uh, just want to say thank you so much for having me on the show and um, great question to start with. So I suppose my journey began in the world of personal development almost a decade ago. Um, I fell into uh, the wrong peer group um, when I was joining high school because I spent all of middle school being bullied every single day. And when we hit a pain threshold in our life, we often find as human beings, we we find a way of getting ourselves out of that. And for me, when I started high school, I told myself never go back to being bullied. And so I became the bullies. And then shortly after that, I was hanging around with these so-called cool kids who were the bullies, let's say. I began to fall into the, the typical life that they were living, which was committing crime and dealing drugs and taking drugs every single day. And I, I hit a, a threshold in my life where I, w- I woke up on New Year's Day and I'd literally gone out the night before drinking a lot because I used to drink a lot of alcohol and take a lot of drugs back then. And I remember I had my head down the toilet bowl just constantly puking up alcohol. And then it was in that moment I decided to uh, rush over to my bedroom, grab a laptop because I just thought, why didn't I listen to something slow, long and boring and hopefully I'll fall asleep. Typed in presentation on YouTube. I came across a speech by a guy which I did not know back then called Steve Jobs. And it said the whole presentation was around 15, it's like 15 to 20 minutes long. And, it, and for me, I was just like, my God, this looks boring. Some guy just speaking. So I watched it and it was during this video, I, I woke up. I, it was something that he said during his speech, which was around midway point where he said every single morning, he looks in the mirror and he asks himself if today was the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And it was the right message at the right time because for me, when I looked in the mirror that morning, everything I've done in my life, committing crime and causing pain, not only for people around me, but also the people who've brought me up, such as my mum, because she had to work incredibly hard when I was younger. Everything just, just, I just woke up. And it was in that moment I decided to change my life around. First thing I did was I began to hang around with the right people, I began to be inspired by entrepreneurs. And so at the age of 17, I got into the world of entrepreneurship, which I really loved, uh, started the under 18 clubbing events business with a business partner. I leveraged the platform called YouTube to get million hits and we were filling these venues. And that's when I was really just hooked to this world. And shortly after that, I began to fall in love with the online business model because of the, the whole notion that you can wear across the globe. For me, that sounded pretty cool. So um, I, I got into like different businesses, eBay, got into Amazon, I got into uh, selling health supplements, and all of the cool stuff in between. And I suppose Success Insider was born because I had a lot of people asking me in regards to how I managed to transform my life, how I was able to create freedom and abundance in my life through um, learning about mindset and then learning about entrepreneurship. 
And instead of me just, for example, just being able to impact one person by giving this advice, I started a YouTube channel called Success Insider. And this is when Steve Jobs' quote makes a lot of sense because he says you can't connect the dots looking forwards, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. When I was 17, starting all of the YouTube stuff, all of that stuff, knowledge was still in my brain. So I began to churn out content two years ago. I went viral that year um, and then reached millions of people. And that's when I thought, wow, this door is open. So I went all in. And so this is why I, I'm speaking with you today. <laughs> that is so cool. And I love it. You know, and one of the reasons why, um, you know, I decided to be out and I said, you really need to talk to Tim, um, was this, you know, you briefly mentioned the story of you talking with, uh, with your mother and your mother saying, uh, you know what, I, I did my best for you. Will you be there for me when I need you, right? And that really inspired you to, um, to figure things out in your life, right? Can you tell us a bit, about, a, a bit about that, you know? Because a lot of people have these aha moments when they say, you know what, enough is enough. Mm. I need to do something. I, I need to change something, you know, with my life. But then it becomes incredibly difficult for them to turn around, right? To have that, that, that you know, snapping point of... Um, I have to change where I'm, I'm a totally different person from that point, right? What, what determined that change inside, inside of yourself, right? And what followed after that? Because I, I, I can't imagine it was like overnight, right? Well, for me, it was, it was human beings, firstly. When I look at it from this vantage point now, I understand why I changed at the rate I changed, uh, which was acceleration, which a lot of people say to me, Tim, you transform very fast. Um, and it was, it was basically the, that, that one message at the right moment, it just piled on almost like a weight on my shoulders in regards to everything I've done. And it caused me a lot of pain. And, and it was a good pain because I was now motivated to never do that again. And that's what ended up happening. When my mom turned to me and said, Tim, will you be there for me when I need you? Back in my mind, I knew I wouldn't. The way I was going, and it was just not in line with who I was. And that's when I realized I, I basically piled up upon layers upon layers of this new identity that was caused by my environment. And it was just that one message, just all of a sudden, it just stripped away all of the layers. And I, was, I just felt, felt it in my heart. And this is why I always say to insiders, follow your heart and take action. The problem is most people don't even know what their intuition is. I just woke up in that moment and I just thought to myself, what am I even doing? I'm not even able to contribute, pay it forward to somebody who, who has brought me up and brought me to this planet. And so, yes, I suppose it wasn't so much overnight I was motivated because I still had to go through a lot of the discipline. And imagine every single day you're used to waking up late, taking drugs every single day. I had to go through a lot of change and it was painful. Were there days I fell back? Yeah, definitely. I still end up going out on some of the days. But then eventually I was out. You know, eventually I made the transition. How long did it take for you to actually um, make this transformation? I would say... The full transformation took about probably like a year, um, if I was to be honest. Um, but people could notice a difference in me, I mean, even just in a couple of weeks. Because one of the things I first had to do was to get myself out of the environment. Now, if you're based in the same town where all your old friends are, no matter where you go, you see them. Yeah. Now, I had to come up with excuses, I remember, in regards to why I couldn't go out on weekends. Um, so I used to say to my friends, oh, you know, I'm really ill. <laughs> so I used to call them saying, oh, I've got a sore throat or something like that. Um, and I remember it got to a point where I was just constantly skipping weekends. One of them actually knocked on my door one day saying, Tim, what are you even up to? And I said, oh, I, I, I remember I shouted out down to my mom. I said, mom, just tell them I'm ill. Just constantly just 
putting it off. And eventually my old friends came to me and said, Tim, you're changing. Why are you doing this? And, you know, it's almost like that analogy of a crab in a bucket. They're always trying to pull you back. And so it was as soon as I upgraded my environment, I would say that the dramatic change happened because when I used to hang around with those people, I acted like those people. So probably around a year. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful, you know, because a lot of people who are like involved in crime, like like you were at that point, when a solution would be, you know what, I need to start selling drugs instead of uh, just taking drugs, right? And so I need to double down on my crime. But you said, no, I just need to change my environment, right? I need to clean up um, my act and do that, which was the harder route probably, right? When mm -hmm. did you choose the harder route and, and you know, get to go the easy way, the easy path? What do you mean by the easy way? You know, like, um, because you're used to a certain environment, right? And most people will probably choose to stay in that environment and just double down on whatever they're doing, like, um, mm. like selling drugs, for example, right? What made you decide, you know what, I need to stop doing this and just change everything? I suppose it was, um, as I mentioned, in regards to the two wake-up calls, the one which was Steve Jobs and the other was my mum. And I think... It, I believe your life changes in the moment that you hear the right message at the right time. And it was just like, I had two very, very close to each other in regards to when I heard Steve Jobs video and then my mum, and it was just like, just sheer wake up call. Just like for example, how, um, because people sometimes think transformation takes time. Now I'll tell you what takes time. It takes time to enforce some disciplined principles. But transformation, as in the way you think, is, happens instantly. Just like how somebody allows themselves to get really, really overweight, but one day something shifts. What normally happens is there is so much pain. They look in the mirror and they realize, holy shit, I'm now like 200 pounds extra overweight. And then that's the moment there's so much pain that they're never going to go back to where they are. Or for example, a smoker who knows that it's bad to keep on smoking, then go to the doctors and the doctor says, if you do not quit in one week, you're going to die boom, everything just changes in one moment. So for me, it was just that. It was just, I just, I just couldn't go back. It was just like a no brainer. Um, couldn't go back. I love it. I love it. So we're basically helping people through personal development and martial arts, combining the two. And I'm just curious, have you ever done martial arts before? Have you um, tried them? Uh, no, actually, I've never, although people used to bully me, probably used to call me Jackie Chan and stuff, but I've never personally done martial arts. Um, although I've got some friends in the industry who's very big in this martial art field, such as Master Wong. Um, um, I'm not sure if you've heard of Master Wong. He's like a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He teaches Wing Chun. I teach the same uh, martial arts. He's, he's oh, nice. Yeah, so I've never personally done it myself, no. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would you say would be like a huge contribution in people's lives and in the sense of finding out, you know, getting, getting in touch with that pain that their way of life is really causing or will cause them in time, right? How could we, let's say, fast forward in time and really get in touch with that pain instead of uh, just, you know, sticking to our daily routine? Mm, good question. Because most people allow themselves to go to the brink bottom and, you know, to be honest, People say, how did you change so fast, Tim? It's because I did hit the brink bottom. And I, I admire people today who can kind of like just see themselves almost halfway at the bottom and change. Because that's hard. Because there's not a lot of pain then. So what I would say is this. You've got you a future pace. You've got to ask yourself, for example, reframing questions. Because people often say, oh, uh, for example, you're trying to lose weight. People say, um, they say, oh, do I want to 
have this chocolate bar today or should I have it tomorrow? Now think about it, you're debating in your mind. But so if you have to reframe the question where it's future pacing a little bit and it's going to attach more pain, you're less likely to do it. So for example, you can ask yourself a question, do I want the consequences of eating this chocolate bar every single day of my life and getting myself overweight? Right. And when you, when you begin to really future pace and ask yourself these questions, because the quality of the questions in your subconscious dictates the quality of the answers. And so it's all about asking the questions in your mind whenever you're debating anything, such as, shall I go out with my friends? Shall I postpone this business idea? It's all about future pacing and attaching a lot of pain to not taking action right now. Um, and to be honest, it takes it takes wonders for a human being to do this. Most people will not be able to do it until they hit brink bottom because there is not enough pain. It's just like that story of a, of a dog. A, a guy had a dog and a squealing. And then the neighbor just heard it, like just came out, just really curious. What is this? Why is this dog squealing? So he looks at the owner and says, why is your dog squealing? And the owner turns around and says, oh, he sat on a nail. And then he, he's, he says, all right, so why doesn't he move? And then the owner turns and says, well, it hurts just enough that it would be uncomfortable for him to actually get up and move. Most people in life, they will never be able to change because it is bearable. And so I would say you need to stop justifying because most people justify why they are at where they are because justification is a way of you postponing pain, right? Because some people say, oh, I'm broke. But you know what? It's fine. Do you know why? Because uh, Tim, I'd rather have happiness than money. Right now they begin to justify in regards to why it's okay for them to be broke. Firstly, if, firstly, if that's the way you're logically justifying money, you know, that's like me saying, I'd rather have my arm than a freaking leg. You need both, right? Both, they both serve a function. And so I would say to them, stop justifying your purpose, stop justifying your, your situation, and actually strip away all of the BS and just really notice where you're heading in life and ask yourself, if you was to move the same direction for the next five years, where would you actually end up from your habits and the routines you've built up now? And most people, if they future pace enough and they're really able to visualize this, they'll realize actually they will not be reaching what they believe their dream is. And so that's what I would say. It's a hard skill. I, I really admire people who would be able to wake up now, but most people don't wake up until it's too late. So that's what I would suggest for those people. I love it. I love it. And it reminds me of um, another saying, the one that says that, um, you know, the biggest obstacle towards a, uh, a, an amazing life is a good life, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're not really experiencing any pain, you're not, it's very difficult for you to change. Absolutely. Um, how would you define, you know, a lot of people have a very weird relationship with money. How do you help um, the people that you work with to redefine that relationship with abundance, with, with accepting and ex expecting, uh, you know, to be rewarded for what they do? Well, firstly, I think the great analogy was, um, I had a guest recently who was talking about this and he's got one of the very famous analogies in the personal development industry. And it's basically this, this, this um, analogy of a, a thermostat. So just like when you go into a hotel room, there's a thermostat or there's one in your house. If you were to set the thermostat to 20 Celsius and imagine at night it begins to get cold, right? So what, what normally happens is the room will begin to get cooler. But the moment the thermostat notices it's dropped by a couple celsius what happens is the heater turns on and goes back to 20 celsius now what happens if it gets too hot well the, the thermostat notices it's getting too hot so bring it back to 20 celsius by putting on the cooler and most people in life they are they've got an internal thermostat which is called a wealth thermostat and you will never exceed what you believe you're worth 
You'll never exceed what you believe you're worth. Just like, for example, imagine going into a job interview and this job interview pays what you're normally used to. So for example, the average Joe out there in England would be around 20,000 pounds a year, which is around $25,000 a year. Now imagine you walk into that job into, how would you normally perform? Most people will say they'll perform okay. They're used to this amount. But imagine you walk in and this time they say, oh, by the way, we made a, we do apologize. We made a mistake in the job description. This is not for 25,000. This is for half a million. Most people in in that moment will change the the way they're speaking. They'll change the way they sell themselves. They'll be a bit more nervous. Why? Because their thermostat isn't high enough. They don't believe they're worth that. But for example, most people, whatever you're earning, okay, for those of you tuning in, imagine if I was to cut your wage in half right now. Imagine you work the same job and I cut your wage in half. If you're an entrepreneur, I, I cut your wage in half, whatever you will earn from your business. How would you feel? Would you feel like you deserve more? Most people will say yes. The question is, what do you believe you're truly worth inside? Because it is that that's going to take you out of the world. So one of the ways you can really increase this is, is to, be re- to be able to, for example, create some routines and habits in the morning where you're really just allowing yourself to have that abundance mindset. Because the last thing you want if you want to generate wealth is to have scarcity. Because when it comes to selling, for example, selling is a vital skill most people have to master if they want to be successful in entrepreneurship. You can't sell well if you've got a scarcity mind because that's going to subconsciously go over to the consumer. And when the consumer feels like they're scarce, they're not going to pass you over their money. So you've got to have some routines and habits that builds upon this. And this is how slowly but surely you're increasing the wealth thermostat. And I think that's a beautiful analogy that I, got, I heard from the guest. Um, what are some of these routines that we can do to, um, um, you know, to feel this abundance in, um, in our lives? Um, so one of many is, is for example, uh, having a meditation practice where you imagine earning double what you normally earn. Just imagine in your mind, just close your, just close your eyes and just really imagine that. And then just keep on doubling until you hit what you believe is a threshold where you can't go anymore. And just constantly imagine just going higher and higher and higher. And you're building up the, the mental fortitude of allowing yourself to be able to be comfortable with those deals. I had another guest on the show not too long ago where he was saying, you know, think about, uh, he, I asked him, you know, what, what, would you, what do you believe is the fastest way to seven figures, million dollars? And he said, well, sell high ticket items. Sell, for example, a Boeing jet. For every deal, you're going to make, for example, a million dollars, right? So $10 million jet, you're going to make a million dollars. But most people, they, they wouldn't even be comfortable with selling $10 million because they got so much of a blockage. So when you work on, for example, creating a mental fortitude, the muscle, allowing yourself to have that amount of abundance, you'll be comfortable with doing those big deals. And so that, that's one of many practices you can try out. I love it. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. So, you know, a lot of people, especially, you know, martial arts um, teachers today, they're trying to get their voice out. They're, they're trying to promote their, um, their schools their services, or uh, even people trying to build a personal brand, right? <laughs> and um, you, you open, uh, you go on YouTube, you start to search for, you know, personal branding, and then Gary Vee shows up, Gary Vee says, you know, create content, 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 content. And then you start creating content, but then you don't really see any traction with, um, with your views, with your reach, right? What would be your advice today in 2018 for people who are trying to create a personal brand online uh it's interesting because one of my mentees asked me yesterday this question and 
I would say before you, you take on any strategies, and I speak on stages, I run events 30 hours long to do this specific topic, before any of this can be adopted and for you to really master, let's say, online visibility, I would say you've got to get this principle in mind. And I was speaking on my birthday out in Malaysia last year. I was on this tour, speaking tour. I remember somebody put their hands up in the, in the crowd. It seemed a bit nervous. It's kind of like this sort of hands up. And I took the question. He said, Tim, what you're sharing is great, but you know, I've been posting videos for the last you know, several months and I'm getting like 50, 100 views. And the moment I heard that, it triggered something in me. And I said, okay, I want you to stop for a moment and look around this room. And he began to look around. And in this event hall, it was around 100 people. I said to him, looked at him dead in the eye, and I said, so are you saying 100 people's lives in this room doesn't matter? And that's the moment he began to really realize what, what it's all about. You know, people often say to me, Tim, I want 1,000 views, but they haven't even been grateful or being able to properly serve 100 people. Because every single view is a person, right? Yes, you get the odd few viewing it twice, but every view is a person. And I believe, my big belief in regards to this is, is life will never give you the next level until you're truly serving this level. You know, I, I didn't go viral from, for example, just, just from one video. People say, oh, Tim, you went viral overnight. The reality is, is if you look at Success Insider, how many videos I had to post and how I was creating community, even when I had 50 people viewing my videos, I already had a community. I knew who were viewing me. I would always respond back to their comments. Uh, they were already my Facebook group and I was serving them beyond their measures. And they're still around to this day, the same people, right? The same people. And so I would say, firstly, wrap your head around that. Be, be willing to serve even one person and realize this whole game, if you want to be able to teach online, personal brand nowadays, it's all about serving. If you can't serve one person and you can't continue with that, I believe you're, you're in the wrong field. So I would say, wrap your head around that. It's all about contribution. The next thing I would say is important for you to model success. Now, most people I, say, I see getting into the online business, uh, especially in the social media world, they are getting creative first. And I, I tell you the problem with creativity, I see this with a lot of the, let's say coaches who enters the industry. They say, Tim, I'm, I'm inspired to create this content. And I turn around and say, nobody freaking cares what you're inspired by. The reality is nobody cares. Like people view, view my stuff, but they don't really care about me. They care about what I'm sharing. People are just all self-centered if you think about it, right? Because imagine if, if people do care what I'm, what I'm about, well, I should be able to just turn on the webcam and just sit there and not say anything for one hour. But I didn't think anyone would tune in then, right? So they're just interested what's in it for them. And so it's realizing, just like, for example, when you're learning how to play a guitar or maybe in the, in the martial arts field, when you're learning for the first time, Taekwondo or something like that, you're not, you're not saying to yourself, oh, I want to be creative. You're saying, let's see what the teacher's doing and let's begin modeling. So how many years does it take? It takes many years to learn how to play guitar. You're literally copying, modeling the tutor. But one day, it reaches a stage which is called mastery. And that's when you think to yourself, oh, maybe I begin to create my own song. The problem is, is people enter this online business model and then you think, oh, I'm going to create my own song straight away. But you don't even know how the basic functionality works. So it's about understanding modeling success. My biggest, most popular videos have come from topics that's gone viral in the past on different people's websites. So you can use, for example, websites such as buzzsumo.com, which shows you viral blog articles. Go look at them. Study what makes something go viral. 
churn them out and you'll instantly see a boost in your, in your views in regards to people you're impacting. So yeah, my biggest advice would be, is of course, like Gary says, keep on churning out the content, but then make sure you're churning out content, not make that, that if, for example, not the thing that makes you feel really, really inspired, but actually churn out the content that, that is firstly relevant, relevant to the audience. Always focus on them. It's not about you. It's not about whether you feel like, oh yeah, you really want to do this. It's about what they want and giving them what they want. Um, so, so yeah, my, my views uh, in regards to some videos that's really token off, they're the ones when I've done the research and I've properly researched what's gone popular in the past. And that's all I did. I've reverse engineered the whole process. That is so powerful and applicable uh, to everyone who's listening in right now. Awesome. Um, Tim, why should people follow you online and what is the first step that uh, everyone listening in should take to get in touch with, uh, with your work and start getting some results in their uh, development as, uh, as human beings? Well, to be honest, um, nobody really needs to follow me online. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's the funny thing about this industry is um, the views that, that I tend to get on my YouTube channel is, is very low compared to, let's say, um, the entertainment industry. The amount of followers that I have compared to the views I get. And for me, I'm happy with that because the core fundamentals of personal development, mastering your mindset, is not to spend hours online just watching videos, right? It's about taking action. And I know the people I'm reaching with my message is taking action. So <laughs> I would say to you, uh, for, for the followers tuning in, it's, you don't have to subscribe to me, but if the message has resonated today, by all means, you, you can, for example, follow the work on YouTube, but don't spend your life just watching YouTube videos. <laughs> Go out there and make your dreams a reality by following your heart and taking action. And that's the one message I would always, always like to leave my followers. So uh, for those of you who hear me for the first time, it's make sure you follow your heart, just tune in and take action and go live the life you're born to live. I love that. And um, for everyone listening in, please uh, type a comment below if you decided to take on Tim's uh, advice and do this uh, abundance meditation tomorrow morning or maybe right now, right after uh, listening to us, uh, to our conversation, you just take five to 10 minutes to visualize what your life would be like if you actually earn double, right? And just notice your feelings around making more money. Just notice if you're feeling a bit uncomfortable with this idea and see, and see why. Awesome. Thank you so much. This was really valuable for me as well. You know, I, I always feel that I'm getting the most out of these uh, interviews. And um, yeah, thanks so much for taking time to uh, talk today. I know you're super busy. Yeah, no worries. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening in. I hope this was super valuable for you. And if you want to have unstoppable self-confidence without seeming arrogant, there's a link in the description where you can download the free report. And if you want me to personally help you with your martial arts training so that you get more speed, power, precision, stability, and have a deeper understanding of your body, you go ahead and you check the link for our online academy, which you will find, of course, in the description. And please go ahead and give us a rating on iTunes. It does help and it is very much appreciated. I'll see you next time.